Oi, oi, bonjour, que tal, namaste, uh, Film God podcast listeners. Thank you so much for, for checking in and listening and, and downloading and leaving the reviews. It all really, really means the world to me. Um, my second shout out, I want to, I want to say a, a mass, a, I just want to send love, just pure, unadulterated love to Matthew and Faye at Visor Art Department, who weeks ago started making visors from their home on their kitchen table um, for our key workers and they've now raised over 30 grand to buy materials and you know big love to them thank you for helping our key workers and also thank all the people that have helped you on your journey so go check them out on the instagram visor art department there's a link to their just giving page do what you can it's all for a good cause we love you. We love you all. Have a cracking day and big love. Let's get started. Hola, films family. I'm Isusko, your host, aka The Time Scheduler, and I'd like to welcome you to the Film Gods podcast. It's a chat with the crew who make all of those beautiful moving images you watch every day. And I want to thank all the past guests and future guests because without them, this would be really boring. And to you listen at home and on your walks or wherever you are, you're all a part of this. So thank you for coming on this journey with me. Let's see where it can go. And wherever you're listening on this beautiful planet of ours, I hope you enjoy. Big love. So hi, film family. Um, I promised that we'll go through the whole call sheet and to have a man of this caliber come in for this department is amazing. Um, I tried to hit up a few people that know him and I tried to get a few little snippets that, uh, of info and nuggets for the intro, but they were keeping stum. You've got some very good friends that are keeping Vegas in <laughs> Vegas, brother. Um, and if you ever need someone to do a Scottish accent, here's your man. Hey, Luddy, he's, he's great. I can't do it, but that's, that was as good as my Scottish gets. So before I waffle on too long, what is your name and what do you do, sir? My name is Eugene Strange. I'm a location manager and I work with Salt, the location company. Nice. Um, so what does being a location manager mean to you? Being a location manager is being that person that hits uh, the production companies or gets a call from the production companies to uh, find their location and liaising with the director to work towards what they're after uh, and trying to picture what it is that they're needing and then going out and trying to find it and using different methods to find different locations but uh, fundamentally your role is to find whatever is written in that script and to find the best version of it so are you coming in uh, one of the kind of questions at the beginning of most podcasts I've been saying is like, what's your, what's your process from pencil to invoice? So at what point in that process are you coming in? Are you, are you at post-treatment or during a treatment phase? Um, depends on the, the job. Usually, usually a treatment has been written just about um, and a script is in existence. Um, but very often the job is not awarded. So sometimes you are aware of getting calls about the same job from different uh, production companies. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that can, that can happen sometimes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so does that mean that you can just send in four four invoices then? You just... Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately, that part of the uh, that part of the process is uh, is on the house. Um, but it's an interesting section of the of the process whereby you're liaising with usually the producer, yep. um, sometimes a director, but usually the producer is trying to work out how to uh, create what is written either in the script or treatment or both. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it might be possible to shoot that in the UK or wherever, but you know, a lot of work is, is in the UK. So you're coming up with ideas at that stage, potentially you're definitely um, giving ideas to whether things are feasible, what yep. they want to achieve, whether that's mm-hmm. doable. You might make some initial phone calls to councils or to locations that you might know of or to, to colleagues to see if what they might want to do is, is going to be possible. Um, you might come up with some initial references, uh, some ideas, some old location photos that you have or something you've taken off the internet mm. um, and uh, provide that to them just so they can start to see if that's the kind of thing that they want. You might provide them with uh, further ideas that they then take to their client and hopefully win the job. Do you ever give back a kind of creative thought, you know, to say if you read a treatment and you're like, oh, if, if that was just tweaked, I've got the perfect house for for that. Or do you just very much say they want this? I need to give them, you know, a house with the red door and the five windows and the pitched roof. You know, do you, yeah, do you have to be as specific as you can? Yeah, it depends on what it is you, you're looking for. Hmm. Um, definitely the most interesting part of the role in that kind of once you're on the job the 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 finding of those locations and your uh creative input into it is for me without doubt the most interesting part of the job Mm. so if it's not exactly what was written but it looks good or you think the director will like it then you should always uh you should always suggest it i kind of i have a um a kind of a, uh, a sort of thought in my head that I'd always prefer and be, be prepared to be wrong about something because um, if you're not prepared to be wrong about something, you might never really hit it really right. Yeah, so nice. Prepared to uh, to you know to suggest something that might get laughed out of court, but if it's um, are you if talking from experience uh, there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's most often the director has a good idea of what they're after. Yeah. Um, so you're 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 you know, your aim is to find exactly what is in their head. That's that's the other part of the of the role is really trying to read what they are envisaging. Photos in yep. treatments or photos that they might suggest to you um, have a have a help in that process. Nice. And you know, the podcast aiming it for film students and media students. Advice. You know, it, when when a director's writing a treatment what what can they add to it that's useful for a location department is it like more pictures and mood boards and imagery and and that kind of stuff is that as you what's useful for you to start really getting the creative juices going i think what's most useful is literally um you know vague or or, or more detailed photo reference so okay. if it's a, a warehouse or a, a a landscape or a beach or a, a house that they've got some semblance of what it is that they're after um 
as a as a photo reference or you can listen to what they're saying and suggest a few ideas of your own and mm. working um you know with visual references is is, is the most important nice. part per perfectly yeah, um, specifically at the uh, at the start of the process have you ever had it where you kind of you ask for visual photos and treatments and all of a sudden you're like oh yeah that was the house that i give for that and that was the field that i did for this and that forest I, you know does that ever happen sometimes now i've definitely seen um photos uh photos i've taken or i remember seeing a a, a subway from a film that i worked on mm. as a treatment reference for a commercial that i was working on so i was like yeah well i know where that is i know where that is i can give yeah. you that one <laughs> So yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, sometimes you you see things that you've had an involvement in, or you right. recognise things. Right. I think the um, over the I think I had it anyway. But over the over the course of my career, your your eye and um, uh, memory, I I eye memory and, and memory of images is is honed in a certain way. So you haven't got a photographic memory, but I've got a good memory for mm. imagery. And places you've been and uh, you keep a lot of stuff at the back of your head do you ever do, like i was talking to someone on one of the podcasts about you know when you're trying to watch a good film and you know it's a good film when you're switching off and I, this might sound like a really boring question but when you're like driving around and you've just got the family and you're out the thing do you ever kind of see someone go oh that that would be a good little you know do you ever or do you just it's like yeah whatever no no absolutely you never stop looking hmm. um it, it could be you know, a suburban street that just so happened to have a, a you know, a, a certain style of architecture that you know is is something that directors like, like a kind of mm. classic 60s suburbia mm. where we often find ourselves in either interiors or exteriors. You, you do occasionally go back to the same area. So if you come across something that isn't, a place that you've been before you know i write a little note on my phone nice. um to 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 remember it for next time but no you, you never stop looking and uh you know i've certainly pulled the car over a few times <laughs> hazards uh, on in the middle of the motorway <laughs> stay here for kids don't come out <laughs> yeah much to the uh the <laughs> of my wife and my kids like can you stop you stop taking photos stop. and i mean you just like scroll it. through your phone and it's just like you're trying to find a picture of the kids and you're like hold on no that was the location corridor the alleyway the bins the things exactly. it's a really good area behind the garage look at it it's this <laughs> derelict derelict corridor but yeah no, I, I, I'm, I'm able to compartmentalize that oh, good man because like locations for me as a department the prep always seems a cool i think it was like an advert years ago for a camera and it was like going out location scout it's like i want a mountain with a tree and it was like this dude was out off for months trying to find this mountain for the tree and whatever um are they like what's the coolest place or what's the most interesting location that you've had to find and source um i thought you could ask me that and um, the weirdest the weirdest sort of location i ever ended up at was um uh a kind of offshore uh x looked like an x landing platform it kind of looked a bit like an oil rig nice but it was its own independent country it's just off the shores what? of yeah it's, it's off the shores of like norfolk or somewhere like that i've only, I only yeah. went there we were, yeah, yeah. 
they have the kind of the, their own currency. It's, it's it's a it's a pretty dilapidated old old rig almost that's wow. got you know living quarters and a landing quarter, but is the totally, people live on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, is there? And totally, um, you know, surrounded by the ocean. Mm. Uh, you know, you can't see anything inside. Really scary, actually. Mm. You, you know, like you're on a, I don't know, a hundred foot uh, platform above the sea. Wow. Um, and you just feel, you, you, you feel like was, Fort Boyard, the yeah, TV it, program it, thing. It was quite eerie. It yeah. was quite eerie. Um, How do you find was, those kind of places? Was, yeah, that was, re- that was research. I mean, that was a that was a, a strange one. I don't think I ever saw the the finished the finished ad, but um, it was it was quite an unusual one. But other than other than that, um, most unusual. I mean, I've, I've spent. I, I love. That sounds like a winner. You know, you could have no stuff, other you know, place. That's that's no, you take the, the box there. The yeah, job, you know. amazing. And what do you do? You like how long is your prep? You know, for, for something, does it depend on how long the project is? And yeah, I mean, on on the whole, for your average commercial, you you might get a, a, a month. A month is good usually. You've mm. usually got less. Depends what you're looking for. If you're just looking for a house, mm. then you know, you know, two or three weeks. I, it's always good to have more time. Mm. Um, sometimes you 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 know you you ridiculous turnaround you want to shoot something next week and you've got to pull out your hair and then pull out the stops um to pull that together um a lot of pulling a lot of pulling (laughs) (laughs) loads of pulling but um on the whole you know a month and if you're working on a film then you have much much longer nice so you know you, you kind of i know you from the commercials world but let's just kind of go back and start from the beginning. What? How did you get in? What was your first point in? So, you know, the the the, the two tiered um, sort of uh, development of my career. You know, like many folk, dropped lots of CVs around Soho, trying to get runner work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, got into a company, had an interview went really well but didn't get the job because production they company the, yeah production company yeah um and they were uh, you know they, they gave the job to i think uh, the md's son who was just doing some work experience or something else mm-hmm. can happen but that uh that led to the person that i met sending my cv off to um director called uh, steve barron that used to do music videos he did billy jean and he did um wow. money for nothing kind of Big eighties director, yeah. Um, and I was working the heyday. As a, absolute heyday, payday yeah. heyday. Hello, um, and uh, did a bit of work for them, and they were working on a big uh, TV drama like Arabian Nights, and um, they were shooting that in Turkey and Jordan, and I was going to go out there. I was getting really excited, and then just as they were kind of finalizing my travel arrangements, they're like, and you drive, right? Uh, and I was like, no, I don't drive. I can so, do though. I can, I know someone that can get me a license. <laughs> 21, 21, you know, 21 years of age. Um, so I couldn't take that job because I um, couldn't drive. I passed my test on the seventh time as well. So um, I was uh, still very much 
you know, le- learning, the, learning the ropes then. But anyway, yeah, so yeah. that was, um, they, their office at a, a company called the Jim Henson Company. They, they used yeah, to yeah. make the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and lots of kind of um, Muppety, creaturey kind of uh, animatronics mm-hmm. uh, shows. So did some work there. Um, As an in-house end. runner, work experience. In-house runner, exactly. Yeah. Still in-house runner. And then a few more running jobs. And then um, I was doing, I kind of started off sort of doing sort of runnery, floor runnery, AD stuff. Mm. And then I had um, one job I was doing for the BBC that I was like stand-in slash runner. You know, that, you, yeah, yeah. You know the role of stand-in, but you're pretty much an AD unless, you're, unless they're lining up a shot. Yeah, nice. Who was and it for? Can you tell? Can you tell the, us? Is the, it someone... Um, the, the, the first. No, who, who is, who are you standing in for? Oh like, God, no, it's, it's, it's probably someone like, um, someone obviously has got to be what? Seven foot five, no, seven, six. No, to... <laughs> There's a BFG. Yeah. <laughs> for those that don't know you, he's a tall fella. He's not, he's not, he's not my Mediterranean, you know, four foot 10. <laughs> no, it, it was, it was, it was, um, I can't, you know, it was, uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't anyone. Okay. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the, 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 the purpose of the long winded approach to get to that part of the story was, I probably wasn't a great AD. Yeah. Um, um, and the first of this particular project was, um, quite under pressure and they were behind we were like on the first week of shooting and we were a bit behind mm. and so he was getting a lot of pressure from the producers and I think that he didn't like me very much and I probably wasn't very good um so um instead of outright sacking me um there was a uh, a position in the location department so they were like look you know the aiding standing in things not working out for you Big lad, um, but uh, there's a there's a role in um, there's a role in locations if you're interested. I was like, well, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> why, not? yeah why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I fell fell into it very very much. So um, it wasn't it wasn't like you you know you kind of you're on set and you're like those guys. I want to do what they. You're just like yeah, well, I'll give it a go. <laughs> it was yeah, it was the, it was the difference between uh, 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 unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> and employment, but, you know, but it wasn't like a kind of last resort. It was, I knew obviously I'd seen what they were doing, yeah, and it was definitely something that I was interested in. It wasn't a total kind of you know, no, you know, the organizational yeah. things is that is that something that you've all been better at yeah. than the creative? You never went on set and went, Oh, I want to be a yeah. DOP or I want to be, yeah, a- I mean, you know, at, at that time, that's like two, you, that's like 2000 or something, uh, 2001. Mm. Um, uh, you know, knowing London well, getting along with people, taking it in the air from angry, angry people shouting at film crews was pretty good at um, placating people, um, and it just sort of felt like a good, a mm. good role. Um, but you do that well. That kind of you know, locations are always the ones where it's like, uh oh, something's kicking off. Right, huge. We've got someone that needs to get da, da, da. And then, like, that feels like a really massive part of the job is the calmness yeah. and being able to just relax people down that really want to get to the yogurt aisle. You know, we're on you know, Sainsbury's and it's aisle six and they're freaking out because they can't get a Danone. You're yeah, like, it's no, OK, uh, you know. Yeah, you have to you have to have that. That's definitely something that I've, I've got or developed over the years of, of, of 
of uh, trying to be, be calm in those situations and, mm. and um, yeah, take a lot in the ear, but but, but try you know try to uh, uh, keep on the production's yeah. goal. You know, see that that persuasion. Saying um, a lot of the role is, I think, is um, you know part part salesman and uh, part uh, sort of mediator, part mm. um, you know finder. Mm. Uh, there's a creative element to it, um, and you're you're the, the sort of the, the face of the production at times. Yeah, um, and, definitely. And, you, you, you're trying to you're trying to um, you know persuade people to do things that they might not normally yeah. want to do. It's so, like you know, it's like, would you mind just not cutting your grass just for the next twenty minutes? You know, twenty years, exactly. Yeah, it's like the most people would be like, no, it's my house, and I want to cut the grass. But being able to being able to communicate to someone, especially in locations, I think is a massive, massive part of the role. Yeah. And now, if when you are on a set, is that is that then the easy bit? Is the hard bit finding it and getting everything yeah, ready and set and stuff? Yeah. And then you get on location, you're like, that's it, you know, security and the ads and runners, and you know, Absolutely. I'm just here if you need me. It's a totally. I mean, it depends what you're shooting. It, it, you know, if you're shooting in a, I don't know, a stately home that mm. uh, has very very um, particular owners or or or, or constraints that's got you know um priceless artwork or furniture and mm. you're, you're you're needing to be much more of a, a presence then yeah. and you know keeping a, a watchful eye over what's going on mm. um there are other times when you're you know you, you literally can just park part the unit up and then you're you're you know allowing them just to crack on if you're in the middle mm. of a field or you're in a in a house and everything is set up then you just you know you, you take a step back it's all about the finding it that, yeah. that's that's the that's the the most exciting part i think the most creative part the most um sort of section that feels or can be adventurous mm. and discovering uh new areas or uh parts of the country or parts of town or you're just always focused on um, uh, a specific, it could be a specific part of a building, you're on the rooftop, you know, mm. or you're on a specific part of London, or you're in a, a specific part of the country that you're becoming an expert in um, over a short period of time. Um, it, often, in, often in an area that you, you might not normally have visited before or, mm. or in a field that and I, I mean a field is in a kind of a category field uh, of something that you'd otherwise never go you, you go to places that you like we all do in the film industry you go to places that you might not normally be allowed to go yeah so I mean I love I love the photographic element of it the mm. the, the taking of photographs the, the the sort of reproduction of what you think is in the director's head, the, the sniffing that out, and then, and then taking, you know, good, good photographs. You know, it's a real thrill when you 
when your image is the image that they line up on in the in in the, in the shot Amazing. that you know it's you know there or thereabouts is, is something that you found your 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 general framing or your angle or even if it's just you know a, a general look towards something or whatever they're pointing the camera at is something that you've um taken a lot of uh time or you know struggle or uh, or, or was easy sometimes it's so much about luck as well i think mm. with, with with what we we do uh, because um you're always as location folk you are always reliant on the goodwill of of people so whether that's um someone allowing you into their house or someone allowing you to um you know lock down their their street or uh accounts all sort of looking favorably on your slightly outlandish request um you know you, you're always one one bad answer away from looking like you're incompetent or mm. you know someone gets cold feet at the last minute about yeah they said that they were going to be happy having you in their location but you know they've changed their mind and and that's what i mean by by luck is you know if if they don't change their mind then you found a great location and you're a hero or you're a, you're, you're a competent location manager. But um, all it takes is someone to, to slightly get, uh, have second thoughts and then you're out again looking for an alternative. And it's always the one that the yeah. director loved or that the client loved mm. that uh, might for whatever reason fall, fall through and uh, you're, you know, you're, out, you're out again looking. And that's what I mean about the kind of the, the the luck element and just the the, the reliance of it uh, on on people's goodwill. Nice. And you started um, to kind of started to mention when you were you know having seeing the shot that the crew had lined up on and it being almost similar to the photo that you sent. That kind of feels like it could be, you know, for the most for the most people that I spoke to, so I've gone, "What is your lightning bolt moment?" They've gone, "I was on set and I had something happen." But for you, was your lightning bolt actually in pre-production? And did you, you know, what was the one thing that you suddenly turned around and you went, I love being a location manager and I love being on set? Um, I think that is a, I think it's the, 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 the searching. It's, 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 you know, it's like when you've, when you've lost something yeah. and you're desperately searching for something hmm. and uh, you've lost your phone and you think you lost it. And uh, you're getting all panicky, and um, sometimes uh, you find it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you find it. It's the it's the search. It's the it's the thrill of the search, mm. the thrill of the chase, um, and matching that thrill of the search with the image that is the right image. It's what they had in their mind, or it's better than what they had in their mind, or it's different, but they love it. I think it's the combination of searching and praise, um, and nice. um, you know, finding finding something that was proving tricky. Mm. Uh, perhaps it's yeah. The, the, ch the challenge of it is 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 um, is, is you know a, a bonus, but it's more just about naming it to be honest, mm. rather than oh, it feels better if you searched for it for two weeks. Oh yeah, is it like, more, like like is it like buying that house? You know when you kind of you go out and you're looking for a like some of the people are looking for a new flat to move into or a house to buy or whatever, and you get that brief and you're going around and you're showing the directors the houses options. Is there a little gut instinct that you're like, 
I think I think they're going to go for house number four. You know what yeah. I mean? Is that have you always got that little instinct now of I've done it for long enough. I kind of have a sense of what I'm doing. I'm going to show you one, two, and three because yeah. they fit the brief perfectly. But actually, four I think is what you're going to go for. Yeah, I mean, you can find locations, and and, and you think that they might like uh, the one that you think is best. I, I'd certainly, you know, in in the olden days, there was always this, you know, the, this kind of uh, uh, sort of uh, method or people were like oh don't show the don't show your best one first you know build them up with a bit of shit <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you know yeah yeah the, the big reveal at the end <laughs> da, 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 da. you, know. <laughs> you the got smoke one. cannons and glitter cannons <laughs> as they step out of the van there it is yeah, exactly. <laughs> um i i've never quite bought into into that I, I think i get i'm too much like a kid uh an excitable child if i've got something good I'll show you. <laughs> look at this look at this <laughs> look at this um but no you, you know there's, there's there's times when you just think oh that is the one and then there's times that you think that is the one you're high-fiving yourself and then they're like no that's shit oh. or um or it's uh it, it's not the right one or they'll yeah. politely tell you yeah you know keep looking um so Sometimes you get it, you get it wrong. I was going to say, like, well, the the, you know, the the one thing I think is interesting is um that whole process of when when I first started, you, you used to take photographs, you know, get your film developed, uh, go to Soho at the end of the day, um, go to uh, a production company, show the director your photographs. Oh wow, of course, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that process. No. I mean, yeah. it's it's. Um, just you know, in the in the preparation of this yeah, chat, I was thinking about that and how, uh, for a number of reasons, a it was a great way of meeting the director every day or every other couple of days. So yeah. you got real good feedback, which is you get feedback in a different way these days, hmm. um, or you get no feedback um, for a, for a while and for whatever that reason is, someone's overseas or they're doing three other different jobs. But hmm. that process of getting feedback at the end of the day looking at your photos was was a real helpful one um but equally when you were shooting on film you know the the, the benefits of digital photography um purely in image just knowing when you've shot something good uh and being able to look at it on your camera and see it immediately is mm. is is so so beneficial because particularly when you're starting off you know you're still getting your head round the 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 you know the, the the machinations of a camera and how much light to let in and yeah yeah um, you sometimes get to the end of the day you, you might have had a, a few soft image photographs or not enough light and so the the, the benefits of digital knowing that you've got half decent image mm. is good um, but obviously then you're missing out on that end of day feedback that you used to have with the directors mm. um, so there's a there's a a kind of a, a balance between those two um, but the the most kind of high-tech and beneficial way of scouting these days which i love is is literally taking photographs on your phone um or videos on your phone and having instant feedback from nice. your director um via you know whatsapp or just text or email or whatever mm. or you know live 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 streaming an image it's just quite a if you've got a, a willing and available and um, 
kind of uh, it's attentive because they're they're able to be attentive rather than they're doing a hundred other things that directors do. Yeah, they can give you that feedback. It's a great it's a great part of the process, and I I, I love that. And again, it's I think I think you know you're, you're always wanting to please. Oh, I'm always wanting to please. You're just wanting to find it, and mm. um, and that process of getting an immediate bit of feedback is um, is uh, is really useful and and you know benefits the, the the whole production process um immensely if you compare it to going into the their office at the end of the day or even comparing to sending them a photograph at the end of the day yeah you know that instant feedback is 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 great nice now you know having started off using film and, and now the technology's changed has the industry changed much has the role had to merge with the technology or is it just the same old, is it, is it the same old thing just with better toys? No, no, I think that the role is, you, you, the role is different now. So particularly in commercials, um, you, when I was just starting off, it was always the dream to um, be one of those location managers that would go and do like what you mentioned in that, uh, that uh, reference to the, um, it was a car ad, it was a Land Rover ad. That, yes, that, 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 okay. Um, and I'm sure it was like a mountain and a tree, wasn't yeah, it? I exactly. it was something. Yeah, they, exactly, yeah, they drew, yeah. They drew a mountain. But you know, the, the, the dream was always to travel overseas and mm. you know, go to scout for you know, incredible locations all around the world. Um, and that element of it happens a lot less now because you've A, got... Uh, significantly larger amount of service companies in mm -hmm. a larger amount of countries that can do the location finding for you and you're not sending someone off from the UK to go and find it. Mm. Um, uh, so that element has is, is obviously changed a great deal. Um, but also obviously the internet and being able to drop your Google Street View pin onto a map and yeah. have a look at what that street looks like or mm. what that landscape looks like uh, is, you know, totally revolutionized what we do. You, you, you're missing out on, on, on uh, exciting travels overseas uh, as a location manager on the whole. Of course, you travel still, but um, not as much. Um, and that kind of whole bringing, bringing the circus into town element of location management that used to be more prevalent with, uh, you know, prior to the service companies and the internet is 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 is, is reduced uh but you you know you you're you're replacing that for probably the benefit of the production so there's mm -hmm. like i say there's foreign based service companies that do do what you needed to do um and you're just instantly able to access you know hundreds of thousands of images of countries or of places that prior to that yeah you, you, you know you'd be you know, down the library. grills. Yeah, you'd like to... exactly down the library, looking at photo. You know, books. <laughs> what? Ha! Sorry, what are the... sorry, what are the... I don't understand what. You... Um, what is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is? Sorry, I'm sorry. How do you charge it? Um... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now so, um... you know, having having seen it all and having been there, one of the things that I like to do is just get people to kind of say, and just to give themselves some advice for when they were younger. So is there a bit of advice that you give to your younger self? Um, uh, you, you know, in, in my head when I was writing that, I, I think uh, part of the, 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 
the method that I've always thought is beneficial is just ba basic stuff. It's just like working harder, working longer when things aren't going right. Just you know, up your up your up your work rate, um, and, and and don't stop till you've finished it. You know, really boring things like get up really early in the morning mm. and get out before uh, get out before you know the city has awoke rather than getting out at sort of nine, 10 o'clock. If you're, you know, if you're doing that kind of part of, you know, if you're going out looking for stuff that you're, you're not in front of your desk looking for, mm. someone gave me that a bit of advice, literally on the first, the first kind of location management networking event that I went to, where I met someone that then put me in contact with Tom that runs Salt with me. Uh, that led me to working for Salt for 20 years. And that was a, an advice about, um, uh, uh, you know, getting out early. And that as a whole as well, the, the, the getting out and meeting people. I remember not, I nearly didn't go to that meeting. Of, wow. It was a kind of film London networking event or just a, you know, they, What were they you still, doing at the time? Were you a location manager or were you assisting? Yeah, or? Kind of like assist, you know, low, low end, low end location assistant with not mm. much work. Um, trying to get work and it was a you know I remember Liverpool were playing Barcelona and it was like a Champions League game and it was like oh, I really want to stay in and I wasn't feeling very good and I was like oh maybe I'll just stay in and watch that football match I was like no 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 get out there and um, I went to that film London evening and um, you know that led me to like I say to, to meeting Tom and to, to working with Salt and have been there ever since and it was nil-nil. You know? Oh, perfect. <laughs> exactly. I didn't miss Winner. anything. Love it. That um, sounds like quite a nice little, because I hadn't even thought about those kind of networking events. And I'm sure there's stuff, you know, for a film student now, there's, there's sure. probably, oh, yeah, I'm sure there's Facebook groups and all the rest of it, but actually the meeting of people face to face, yeah. that's got to be an important part of, I guess, being on a film set. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, all of, all of those obvious things about, about, you know, for people that are just starting up, you know, trying to get shadow, trying to shadow, a, if it's a location thing that they're interested in, the shadowing mm -hmm. location managers or working for free, you know, all the obvious things that, that, that might just get your foot in the door. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously not working free, free for long, but, you know, just putting your face about and trying to get contacts, all about contacts and, um, expanding your network of people that might be able to one day offer you some work nice and is there places to go are there websites to see is there you know is it like just type in location services no, and you know there's film film london run events mm. from from time to time uh, yeah i'll put their i'll put their link in the in your little bio maybe that feels like yeah, a nice little uh, link to put up and, and uh, i think there are you know there are assistant location manager courses that have been run. Oh, really? Again, that's you know, where, where you get to um, be taught by different location managers across an eight-week period or something that's run by them. Um, Would being a uh, runner teach you anything? Or is it just easier just to kind of go straight into assisting? No, um, yeah, no definitely. Um, it's so much more um, uh, understandable the whole role of location management and mm. location department if you've been on a set. So starting as a runner is, is just integral, I think. You know, 
just to, to get the, uh, the, 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 the ethos and the way a set works, I think, yeah. you know, is, is, is hugely important. Nice. And also because as a location manager, you're uh, involved with all the departments, obviously you're involved with the production department, but you're, 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 you're setting up, um, you know, you're heavily involved with the art department because you're, you know, you're getting the location to allow what they want to do. And you work with the electrical department because you're putting lights outside, you work with mm. construction, you work with many of the, uh, obviously camera and your, your, your knowledge of those other departments that you kind of get when you're on a set as a runner, seeing all the different departments work really help. And not knowing that makes, you know, your progression in location management, just that, that more, um, it's one more thing to learn. You like you've got to actually thinking about it, like you're talking about all the, the departments that you talk to, you know, you and the assistant directors and, you know, and production, it's like you have to be speaking to every single person at some point on a film day, you probably speak to every single department about something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh, that, that, and, and being a runner, as you said, it's, and I think someone else mentioned, it, it's like, it's that apprenticeship and getting to build up those relationships. So, you know, if you do need uh, someone's van to move, you're not yeah. just this dude that they don't know. It's Eugene. It's like, look, look, do you mind just yeah. moving two blocks down? Cause or whatever, yeah. two spaces down. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's, I like that. Um, we're kind of getting close to the 45. Now it, okay. it always cool. feels like it's flown by. Um, yeah. but I do just want to like, before I kind of get into the, have you got anyone to shout out? Yeah. One of my favorite moments ever. Well, stories that I've heard, and it was it was from a location manager, and he, I was like, "Oh, guy, you know, it's like, what's the strangest thing someone's asked you?" And they were on a shoot. I think they were up at Ali Pali up on a hill, and they were looking out, and it was like Wembley, and it was dark, and the lights were on at Wembley, and the DP asked the location manager to phone up Wembley Stadium <laughs> and to get Wembley's lights turned off. And I was like, "That's just like that." is probably locations is probably the only department that you're going to get something as random and it's yeah. just like and you just go yeah okay yeah i'll phone wembley and see if they can get england to stop playing is there any have you got like a little story yeah. that's yeah, anything like that definitely um i was shooting next to city airport mm. you can see where this is going um <laughs> on a on a bit of water um by by the runway the runway's right by the water at royal albert docks um, and we were shooting on a boat in the docks, and there was recording sound. Yeah, sorry, were you recording sound as well? <laughs> <laughs> we were recording sound. Sound wasn't such a such an issue. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't when we finished. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but there is, without doubt, a um, a serious inquiry to try and find out uh, if we could do anything about the pattern of the planes landing. <laughs> And whether there was another way of uh, either getting them to come in from the, uh, yeah. the, the, the different direction, <laughs> or maybe you just keep the engines down a little bit so they weren't making so much noise. Um, what do you do in that situation? Do you just have to like straight face go, I'll put a call in? And I swam across the, uh, the Royal Out <laughs> docks and knocked on the door of radio traffic control, of course, <laughs> and managed to uh, get them to stop it. Yeah, they grounded all the planes. They grounded all the planes for the next and, two yeah, days. It was that day on time. <laughs> Oh, all you got to do now is throw a drone up. That's it. Everyone's yeah, just, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. That's hilarious because, you you know, we are in a very insular bubble. 
And if yeah. you're in any other work of, you know, any, any other kind of industry, there's no way that someone's going to ask you to turn off Wembley's lights or to ask planes to stop. But we are just, and this is, this is where you kind of going back to you saying, it's like always trying to say yes. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay, let's just push it. Let's see. If, and they yeah, probably yeah. didn't even need the planes to just change. They're like, let's just see if we can get the planes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, look, ladies and gents, I've loved this chat. It's been amazing. Um, have you got, I, I always want to give the floor to, to the guests for the last little bit. So have you got any people or projects or companies or anything that you want to give a shout out to? Well, obviously, it's funny, you know, as I said earlier, um, it has gone very fast, this call. I've not even managed to go into a couple of my um, lengthy anecdotes, which is probably a good thing. Um, and uh, obviously wanted a shout out to Salt, uh, nice. the location department, uh, my, my, my company and uh, oh, yeah. all the boys and girls at Salt. I'll put it in the buy as well, so I'll put a yes, link to the company. Um, and then just the, the, the few people that across the years have, um, I, I find have, uh, have, um, have been very helpful. And I, I really feel, feel that I, Learned a lot as a location manager with Steve Reeves and Tim Marshall, mm -hmm. another film company. Um, nice. Because I was going to tell you the story about uh, when. Let's do it. Uh, Go. Tell us. Well, I was doing a lot of work for them, and um, one of the questions about you know the what advice would you give, or what, you know, kind of like what went wrong. We were looking for uh, a UN style council chamber. Mm. and uh, for a Navy advert. And I'd found this great uh, circular chamber in the International Maritime Organization, which is right by Lambeth Bridge. And um, uh, we've gone on recce's, it looked great. Director loved it, tech recce'd it. And then I was sending them a contract to, uh, to, to, to fill in and I'd always been speaking to the kind of director uh, of the buildings sort of assistant who'd already always allowed me in and allowed the recce to take place and then I sent in this contract for a, you know the, the day's filming that we needed and I faxed it over it was those days and um, I got a call quite uh, briskly back saying what, what why have you sent us over this this location contract we don't allow filming here what? um and i was like you know <laughs> stone, stone 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 cold silence on the end of the phone it's like what would you mean i've been i've been i've, I've literally been for three recce's i've taken a director there we've done a tech recce there yeah you know what part of filming weren't you understanding that i was trying to, trying um, to get to done allow allow to um to take place there and he's like no you know it's not happening so you know end of the call go you know please go away and uh, so I had to make that horrible call to Tim the producer to say um, uh, really sorry that location that you think we're shooting at next week oh, no. um, we're not we're not going to be shooting there they're not allowing us in uh, I had a quick look for backups there's no backups and um, so instead of shooting it on location I think I had put two thousand pounds in that uh, in that contract um, Tim and uh, Claire Clarkson, the uh, production designer, had to build the uh, UN style oh, council chamber room at the final, oh, um, which wasn't budgeted for. No. But but I would say, in in a small a small caveat to that to that sort of process, is 
when you were asking about what advice you'd give, the advice would be, what I did do was uh, get that location contract. Mm. And had I not sent over that contract, and we all rocked up there on the shoot day with 200 extras and 80 crew and a dozen trucks, they would have uh, stonewalled us and we wouldn't even got through the building. So if he's listening, (laughs) he might have had to shell out a lot of money for the uh, (laughs) set build in Pinewood, but maybe not quite as much as uh, the uh, the non-performance of the whole day. Is that um, something that you do, like, do you always you you try always and get a contract, contract before? 100%, you have yeah. to have a contract, which is why, although that was a nightmare for me, it, it, it did prevent a bigger nightmare for, for the production. So always got to get a location contract. So what, so what did the dude, the dude that was first showing you around, did he just not tell his boss? Um, the, what it was, it was, um, I'd always just had telephone calls with them. They'd set up the rec- I'd just gone through security basically and yeah, yeah. never really met anyone face to face. It's like, okay, we're going to come again. I think they misunderstood the filming process. Um, and I just and, expected and, to be like one person. It's like the yeah, meme probably. that I love about location yeah. managers. It's like there's a yeah. Trojan horse with film crew <laughs> inside, and you're like, no, no, it's just one cameraman and a director. Um, so, yeah, I, I think for, for the sort of for not punching me in the face and sticking with me, and I worked with him again after that job. Um, him and him and Steve. Uh, I give him a round of applause. Yeah, I deserve a lot of love. Um, Amazing. So, and then and then the other the other only other couple, you know, the couple of obviously they worked with a lot of production companies, but um, uh, Simon Cooper and John Glazer Academy. Who after I did the the Sony paint job, my you know it, that was the that was the. Sort of, uh, oh, was that the one with the where it kind of exploded off the um, that was another story of you know, um, how uh, you know, sent up to, to, to not sent up to Glasgow, found that place in Glasgow, and mm. um, and then uh, was it a disused flat? It was, it was, um, it was a 25 story tower block, uh, that was being demolished next to a low rise block that was being demolished but amongst a whole estate of seven or 800 other people oh. that still live there. So we had these, yeah. So I was set up with, um, you know, I don't know if my accent's cockney, but it's certainly not Scottish. No, um, you do a very good Scottish accent though. Cause you go only, to uni after there, spending, so. only after spending as much time in Scotland as I have done because of that, because of that job. So, yeah. you know, to cut a long story short, you know, the job went well, but, you know, persuaded the whole estate to allow us to create wow. this, uh, live art installation, yeah. Jackson Pollock s crazy blowing up explosives, Beautiful. live detonators, Semtex on this pretty lively Glasgow estate. So, um, sen- you know, setting that up was what I was going to use as an example for um, giving me the confidence to know that you can not do anything, but you, with yeah. enough planning and enough goodwill and a bit of luck, and yeah. uh, you know. Being, being, you know, good with people, persuading them all that this is a really good idea. We're going to totally cover all your buildings in a sort of wire mesh at the height of summer. Oh. So you're not going to have a garden. Um, and it's going to be great because you're going to, you know, not be sprayed paint on. And um, uh, that, that was, you know, that was, my missus says, um, I went up to Glasgow a boy, but I came back a man. Yeah, um, there you go. Hairs on your chest. Only, only in um, yeah, exactly. I had three hairs in my chest, and then only in location management terms, of course. So I wanted to, that that um, 
say that that was a shout to Simon and nice. to, to who I still work with and you know uh, and then uh, the other couple there's not many more it was okay see uh, this is your time do it bring, um, uh, Daniel Barber and Matthew Brown um, and Tim at Knucklehead because yeah. that was the first movie I did was um, Daniel Barber's Harry Brown film so giving me my great, first break great as, film. as a film was 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 worthy of, of, of a mention and uh, you know other you know some such and independent and rogue with Sam Brown and James Howland that you know have done a lot yeah. of pieces Sam Brown that. his episode that's came cool. out last Friday lovely no, man that's great and then, yeah. and then, final, the final, um, uh, other than my family, but then the final um, person I wanted to mention uh, was Humphrey Mills and um, yes. the work that he's doing at COPI, sort of raising awareness Amazing. for air pollution. Um, yeah. I'm going to get him on. I'm going to get him on. This full yeah. stop, um, I think, is a is an inspiration. So, to, just quickly uh, tell the uh, listeners if they don't know what the COPI are, just just just. It let's... stands for the Central Office of public information and it is a organization that humps literally set up from yeah. from scratch using his uh location management expertise to uh, that he's gained through the commercials industry to suddenly turn himself and his his uh his, his being into a kind of uh, sort of production company advertising agency um collective raising awareness for inequalities but certainly with mm. his first uh project was uh raising awareness for air pollution and he yes. managed to get onto channel four news be on the front page of the times so well. uh, get get the industry the housing industry to consider changing its practices by making people aware of air pollution levels in the area so Brilliant. you know all of this from from a background of of, of uh rock music and, and locations is is hugely commendable so yeah. he gets a massive uh massive doff of the hat my love, big hat. love it well let, ladies and gents we're going to get humphrey on he can tell you more about it um i've loved this chat i've, I've had such fun man like thanks yeah. dude it's been amazing yeah. i love it um well, so ladies and gents like i'm gonna clap him for you you're all there sitting at home or on your walk and you want me to clap so i'm gonna do the clap it's been amazing um Thank you so much, dude. Like, no really appreciate your time. Thank you for and 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 it's it it does it flies past the forty five minutes and there's so much that people want to talk about. But maybe we can come back and we can do a shorter rep and it can be very specific about a thing or I don't know. There, there's so much that we can talk about. Um, so thank you. Thank um, you. And you're doing a you know you're doing a wicked thing with that. It's great and it's nice for uh, us as an industry to be able to you know hear our friends and thanks, pick up pick up pearls of wisdom from the great and the good. And appreciate they're not so it. good. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you. So, ladies and gents, um, subscribe and share. If you can drop a little review on the Apple podcast thingy, Bobby, we're flying up the charts. We hit number four last week, uh, which I, I honestly I can't say thank you enough for, but keep reviewing the five-star thing and dropping a few little, you know, reviews if, if they're positive. Um, keep safe. Enjoy the lockdown if you can. Um, big love. And until we meet again, ladies and gents, that is a wrap. So that was a chat with the king or queen in the game. I'll give it a shout at the end so you all know the name. It's the Film Gods Podcast. The what? The Film God Podcast.